Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Savvy Citizen, the podcast from Gaston County. I'm Elizabeth McGee, your host today, along with Janet Schaefer. Today, we are talking with Tasha White, the founder and chairperson of Ebony Fest, Gaston County's annual Juneteenth celebration. This year, we're going to celebrate Ebony Fest on June 17th, 18th, and 19th. A staple of the summer returns. The Gaston County Parks and Recreation's Kids Catfish Tournament is Saturday, July 15th at Dallas Park. Bring your kids, a rod and reel, and your favorite bait to catch those whiskered wigglers. The competition is open to children ages 3 to 15, and they must be joined by an adult. Call 704-922-2164 for more information, or visit the Parks and Recreation page on gastongov.com. Welcome back to another episode of Savvy Citizen. I am Elizabeth McGee, and I'm joined by my co-host, Janet Schaefer. And today we're speaking with Tasha White, who is the founder and the chairperson of the Ebony Fest, which is an annual celebration of Juneteenth here in Gaston County. So welcome, Tasha. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So we're really excited about Ebony Fest this year. Uh, we've got some county folks involved in helping to put it together this year. Yes. Um, I know we've got Dr. Pearl Burris Floyd of our Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Office. Um, and I, I believe we have some folks from public health involved this year as well. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So, um, it's actually going to be Healthy Highland, mm -hmm. uh, which encompasses the Highland Health Center. Uh, we have the Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. They are also sponsoring the health fair. Uh, we have the police department, Sergeant Southern, who is uh, over the barbershop rap session and father and son lunch. And so we have so many community partners. Sheree Jazar, who is the diversity, equity, inclusion officer for the city of Gastonia and I know I'm probably forgetting someone. Pearl Burst, uh, you said Pearl. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. So well, this is a three-day event yeah. instead of just on the Juneteenth holiday. It's the whole weekend. Yes, it's cool. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Awesome. So the first event is the Health and Wellness Fair that is going to be at the Highland Health Center over on Highland Street. It's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and we're just uh, really saturating the community with health and wellness information. I believe that the Contegra Mammogram Bus is going to be oh, there. Oh, yeah, the big pink thing yes. that I see around town. Yes, <laughs> we're so excited. Um, and they're, they're probably going to surprise us with a lot of, of just different events and activities. I think they're doing lunch. Uh, you can register for that. I think they're giving away 75 lunches. Okay. Um, then we have the secondary festival at uh, Irwin Center. That kicks off at 1 p.m. So it's a little bit of an overlap. So once you leave the Healthy Highland event, you can come down to... Uh, the youth event, which is at Irwin, and it's from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. We'll use the inside of Irwin Center with the police department doing the barbershop rap session. And the outside will have uh, performers, vendors, speakers. And I'm hoping to have, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn, but Tabernacle has a, Tabernacle Baptist Church here in Gastonia. They have a, a dance, a line dance crew oh, and I've cool. been like wooing them please come and dance please come That's and dance awesome. so I'm hoping that they'll be there along with a lot of other performers and vendors we have we're going to use the baseball field out there and we're going to have it full of vendors and performers so please come out for that on Some 
Some food trucks, I imagine. Food trucks, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. Do you know which ones? Oh, so I think we have uh, Lisa's Southern Kitchen. Okay. I think Taste Delicious might be there. Sounds good. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm wooing some people. I'm yeah. wooing some people. <laughs> On Sunday, we kick off at 4 p.m. with our parade. The parade, our parade grand marshal this year is Dot Guthrie. Uh, Miss Dot is amazing. She does so many things for our community. So we wanted to honor her. Last year, Mayor Reed was the grand marshal. This year, Dot Guthrie. And so she'll start the parade off. And we have some motorcycle riders. We oh my have gosh. Uh, some um, community partners, 101 Black Men of Highland. Um, the community uh, at large is coming out. I've sent this invitation to every church you can think of. Uh, for our sororities and fraternities, we have the entire Divine Nine that's going to be there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and uh, Sisters with Horses, which is a group in Charlotte of black women, uh, cowgirls. Awesome. They're coming. They're coming. That is so cool. I am so excited. So after the parade at 4 p.m., the festival kicks off at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. We have an, uh, a wonderful group called Moving Spirits. Mm-hmm. They're going to open the festival with a uh, traditional African dance wow. and drum circle Um, we are super excited about that Um, we've got so many different performers and artists and speakers Mm -hmm. and then uh, that ends on Sunday night and then Monday is the culminating event it will start at 6 Mm p.m. and it will go from 6 to 9 and that event will end in fireworks so we're bringing back the fireworks again wow this is amazing this is truly so much stuff like there's art there's arts there's health there's entrepreneurs as well yes yes so we are looking to bring everything that we can to just put on display the the um community at large. Uh, so so what we really want to make sure that people understand is mm-hmm. that Juneteenth is not a black holiday. It is an American holiday. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just really have to take stock in who we are, where we come from, and mm-hmm. what has happened. And we don't put this, those things in a, in a drawer and forget about them. We put them on display. Yeah. You know, this is something that is, is an amazing thing. Uh, June 19th, 1865, the last enslaved people found out that they were free. Mm-hmm. So it is a holiday to be celebrated by all of America. And we are just so excited to bring all of this to our community. And and we don't take anything away from Belmont or Bessemer City or all these other communities that are joining in with us. Mm -hmm. Um, I just recently heard that Stanley passed uh, um, an I don't know what it like would a resolution. be. Resolution. Yes. Okay. But but they are now honoring Juneteenth as a national holiday. Their oh. city uh, staff get the day off with pay. That is so cool. And, and I'm really hoping cool. Gastonia and Gaston County are not far behind. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. Me too. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Me too. June 19th. I'd love to be kicking my feet up. Yeah. yeah. So yes. considering this is a weekend long event, you're going to need a lot of help, I assume. So. Do you have like a way for volunteers to sign up if they're interested in helping out or is, is there a need? Yes, there okay. is a need. Okay. So Saturday, that, that event from one to five, Sunday, the five to nine and Monday, six to nine, we are looking for volunteers. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to volunteer, you can reach out to us at info.ebonyfest at gmail.com. You can also reach us at 704-659-4597. Uh, again, info.evanyfest at gmail.com and 704-659-4597. You can reach us anytime, day or night. You can text or call that number. <laughs> and we are we will definitely be getting back in touch with you. We are in 
desperate need of volunteers. All right. Okay. We'll we'll put that message out there for sure. So this is is this how many years has Ebony Fest been happening? I want to say this is the third year. Fifth. 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 Oh fifth. my gosh. Yes. It's nice. the fifth year. So we started in twenty nineteen and, and I have to tell this story. So um in twenty nineteen I was part of the Highland Festival Planning Committee mm-hmm. and uh, I spoke with Mayor Reed and he told me that thirty plus years ago when this start when Highland Fest started, it started as Ebony Fest. Mm-hmm. And so when Ebony Fest it was called Ebony Fest and it was a week long event and it was um they had a parade and they had different uh, things going on in the community, basketball games and so many other things just to highlight and spotlight black community members who were making a positive impact. Mm-hmm. And when he told me the name, I was like, wow, Ebony Fest. And so years later, it changed to Highland Festival. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we've been doing for 30 plus years. And I thought, how better to honor not only our community, but our history in yeah. community uh, um, than to start the Juneteenth Ebony Fest. Um, yeah. And so that's how it started, just from Mary telling me that story. And I thought, you know, Ebony Fest would be a great name for for us to uh, just connect the dots to that, mm-hmm. right? That Highland, is really cool. Yeah, Highland Festival is a big deal in our community. And mm-hmm. so I hope that one day we will be as big of a deal as Highland Fest yeah. so that community can just uh, kind of latch on and just know that this is a way to spotlight your excellence, your perseverance, your dedication to community. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So um, is anything different this year compared to previous years? It seems like it's getting bigger and better every year, basically. It's getting bigger. It's definitely getting bigger. Um, and so let's see what's different this year. More more events, uh, more activities. Uh, this year, we've also done a little bit more fundraising. Okay. <laughs> so we are in need of sponsors as well. Okay. And so so that this can continue. We, mm-hmm. we really are looking to have more sponsors, more participation mm-hmm. on the sponsorship side. So this event is put together by community. It is paid for by community. Uh, and though we ask for in-kind services from our city and our county, mm-hmm. we are literally funding this ourselves. Wow. And so as it gets bigger, it gets more expensive. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we, we are uh, uh, soliciting sponsors. Last year, we had StarMed uh, sponsor. This year, State Farm, Anthony Gallant and State Farm has been one of our sponsors. We've also connected with the Arts Council, and we were able to get a grant from the Gaston Arts Council this year. Oh, congratulations. So that's different. That's big. That is exciting. That is, it is very exciting. Yeah. So as we grow and as we get bigger, our goal is to, um, I hope I'm not, spoiling it but put it I'm putting it out there our goal is to be at the fuse one day to have our festival at the fuse but you know I don't know who knows but that's a that's a huge huge deal yeah um and it is hugely uh, a lot more expensive Then we were you ready to put it out there. Right. It is. It is. Um, you know, I was telling Adam on the way up here, like people don't know what these things cost. When you go to the 4th of July and you see the fireworks, it's beautiful in the sky, but you have no idea what that costs. Uh-huh. And so as we bring these things to our community and we honor those who've gone before us mm-hmm. and we do things to make sure that we continue that uh, just that spirit of excellence, then we've got to invest in that, too. So mm-hmm. I'm looking for investors. I'm looking for sponsors, community organizations and and as we have grown this year, we've we've done more to do um, more fundraising activities. So we've had a few buy black pop up markets. Mm-hmm. Are those um, at the pavilion, the Rotary yes, Pavilion? Yes, yes, okay. and it's been going amazing. Um, so our vendors help us 
fundraise. Yeah. The vendors come out and they, they um, you know, show their wares, but they also pay a fee to, to be a vendor. Mm-hmm. And so that helps us to prepare for Juneteenth. And so we were able to do that in January. We were a, uh, able to do that in February and March. We, we connected and collaborated in March uh, to the bio. Uh, Black Wall Street Market that they had at Irwin Center. And then in April, we bought our Buy Black Market back. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing another one in May. Mm-hmm. And then I hope to, even after Juneteenth, continue those as mm-hmm. fundraisers and as a spotlight to those community members who do have black businesses mm-hmm. so that they can get their word out. You know, a lot, a lot of times it's not as easy to market. Mm-hmm. And so I do hope to be a, a source of marketing for those community members that are um, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Now, to be a vendor, do you you have to be a business owner in, in Gaston County or can it be from anywhere in the region no, or anywhere? No, And you don't have to be black. I mean, it is a buy black market, but if you'd like to come out um, and you are uh, of Hispanic origin, if you are of uh, Caucasian origin, mm-hmm. like whatever, whoever, it's all about community. Cool. Our goal is just to spotlight those community members that, that we uh, connect with and in any way, uh, support and uh, alliances are so necessary. So I'm not limited to, you know, limiting it to anyone. Uh, the only thing that I do ask is if it's a political nature, right. we want to stay away from that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Cool. Let's take a break to hear a word from our sponsors. Oh, wait, just kidding. We don't have sponsors. These are just some cool things happening in and around Gaston County. <laughs> Looking to get your summer off on the right paw? Come on out to Gaston County Public Library's Dallas Branch on Saturday, June 17th for a pet adoption event. Staff and volunteers from our Animal Care and Enforcement Shelter will be on hand to help pair you with the perfect four-legged companion. The event is from 12 to 2 outside the library building, weather permitting. So how many people do you expect to attend this event? We expect 2,000 plus. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So last year we had about 1500 people come out and I'm expecting a lot more this year. We've done a lot more marketing, a lot more engagement. So I'm, I'm looking at 2000 plus. Yes, ma'am. That's incredible. Yes, ma'am. So do people need to bring lawn chairs to the, to the, uh, like the music stuff happening and the dance happening in downtown? Yes. The Rotary Pavilion? Yes. So they can bring lawn chairs. They can bring blankets. Our goal this year, because we have grown, is to use the parking lot behind Viva Techies for our vendors. Right. And so the actual pavilion itself will be open and available for seating, for uh, lounging, for, um, you know, whatever you want to do to kick back and enjoy the performances, the speakers, um, and uh, those artists that come. I'm I'm really excited. Like, I'm so excited about all the things we're bringing Mm -hmm. to Gastonia. Yeah. Are you able to give us a little bit of a teaser of any of the speakers or artists who are going to be performing? So I can tell you a little bit about some of those that will be coming to speak. Um, We're having um, the, I don't know if you all are familiar with Kingstown, North Carolina. Uh, Kingstown is a, is a little, is a small town right above Shelby. Um, and they have, um, created their own little niche. It's like 98% black. Wow. And they have their own mayor. They have their own post office. And so the mayor of Kingstown is coming and she's going to speak with us. Uh, we also have a community, um, 
performances by a, a lot of our community knows Tamika Merritt, Tamika Crank Merritt. She is a beautiful songstress. She's going to come and she's going to perform. Uh, we have a lot of our local artists that are connected that are that will be coming to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, I am uh, in talks uh, with uh, some other community members I can't mention yet okay. to see if they can come and speak. So some surprises yes, await. Yes, <laughs> yes, lots of surprises. Very cool. So music, both music and more speeches. Yes, I have mm-hmm. some people coming that are going to do artwork. I have a gentleman that's going to come and he's going to start an art um, a, an art piece on Saturday. Wow. And he will finish it on Monday. Oh my gosh. And then we hope to auction that off for sale. That sounds cool. Yes. What's the name of this artist? He uh, So he goes by Black Boone okay. on Instagram. Um, and so you can connect to him on Instagram by Black Boone. And you can see some of his work. Yeah. And hopefully he's going to be out there just doing his thing. And you'll actually get to see it come to life. That's really yeah. cool. That's really cool. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, a little bit more about the planning process for this? Because I imagine it has taken basically a whole year yes. to plan this one. <laughs> so who else is in, I know you said it's a really a community effort, but who else is it has been involved on the planning side? So I have to give a huge shout out to Christine Engel. Go, Christine. You're, you're awesome. Uh, Christine has been so instrumental in just connecting the dots for me. So we wanted to do carnival games this year. She connected us to uh, a great organization for carnival games. We wanted to have floats for the parade. She connected us to a great organization for floats for the parade. Uh, I went I, I know this wouldn't have been possible without her. So I want to say thank you, Christine. Then we have our committee members. Uh, So this year we have about 10 committee members. Cynthia Stitt, who is an awesome community advocate, uh, an entrepreneur and a nurse. We love Cynthia Stitt. We have um, Cherie Jazar. She's also on our committee this year. George Fullwood from he's a director of Irwin Center. He has been instrumental in connecting us. Uh, Finland Fair. He, uh, both George and Finland are part of the 101 Black Men of Highland. They have been so great in helping us. Uh, DeAndrea Winchester, she's a small business owner here in Gastonia. You're going to get me in trouble if I forget anybody. <laughs> oh boy, let's see. Um, uh, my sister is involved in her husband, uh, Toy Uzzle and Josh Uzzle. They do entertainment for us every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sierra Hall, who is a great, uh, another great community advocate. Um, our hosts, I can't forget our hosts. So last year we had these wonderful hosts. Uh, they've been with us almost since the beginning. Um, um, so actually they have been with us since the beginning. Um, Yoshi, who is, um, he's a black cowboy. So if you want to look him up on Facebook uh, and uh, Ivy Barnes, those two gentlemen are uh, just so amazing. They come out with us every year and they're able to, you know, keep the crowd moving and keep us laughing and keep us engaged. Uh, we have have uh, a new DJ that we've connected to DJ face off. He's, he's in our area and he's uh, um, just phenomenal. He's connected to us this year. And uh, we have some new community members that have come on board, like just transplanting into Gaston County and saying, yes, we will help. Um, uh, Dr. Diane Jenkins Johnson. She, uh, she and her church just moved here. Uh, they came from Fort Mill, uh, they purchased the old Trinity United Methodist Church yeah. on uh, off of uh, 321. Mm-hmm. Uh, she jumped right in to assist us. Um, Madeline Perez. Madeline is a, um, I think she's a CMA for 
Cantegra. Okay. She she actually came up with the theme this year. So as we began to plan, we mm-hmm. always have a theme. And so uh, the theme this year is my black is beautiful. My black is powerful. Um, and, and I think that just speaks volumes to just, uh, again, honoring who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not taking away from anybody else, yeah. but we want to make sure that that those of us who are black and indigenous people of color, that we don't forget, because sometimes you can kind of blend in mm-hmm. um, and, and it and it kind of all looks the same. Yeah. And so I like the rainbow. Yeah. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that the differences that we have um, are as important as our similarities, mm-hmm. right? And so I honor our differences. Your eyes are blue. I think that's beautiful. My <laughs> eyes are brown. I think that's beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. we can honor everyone in our differences and not have it be such a divide. Yeah. It can really bring us together. Mm-hmm. So we have um, a, a wealth of community that has just rallied around us um, and we we look to make that bigger um, yeah. and so uh, we are we're reaching out and and as we get those proclamations from from all over next year there will be a new set of committee members and so I like to change it up just so that you know it doesn't become stagnant and we don't just kind of say oh we did that last year let's just do that again yeah and so we have new com- committee members that will come on next year uh, well actually in about October because <laughs> we start planning in October Wow um, they'll come on in October and then we'll connect we'll start planning mm-hmm. by January we've got to send in so many applications mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and requests and, yeah. and so um we we just want it to continue to grow yeah. and develop and become bigger and bigger and then again as a staple in our community so when yeah. people look forward to the holidays not just the fourth of july right. we can we can look forward to both yeah you know and and anytime there's a reason to celebrate yes. like let's come on out let's yeah. celebrate I, yeah. i'll take any reason to to celebrate me too <laughs> me too especially now everything's so heavy yeah you know yep. this is just a time with us to 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 in, to just lighten up and 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 see the beauty in all things. Yeah. Last year we had um, the captain, captain, uh, police captain come out. Uh, we had several um, community members. I want to say we had um, so many people just from all over uh, to come out and support, and it was beautiful. So we're looking for the same energy, that same excitement. Well, Tasha, this sounds like three days of just like positive energy throughout Gastonia um, and the county, really. So it's so exciting. Yes. Hey, citizens, are you feeling savvy yet? If not, let's take a break and hear about some cool things happening in and around Gaston County. New York Times bestselling author Mary Alice Monroe comes to Gaston County in June for a special talk and book signing event. It's happening Thursday, June 22nd at 11 a.m. at the Gaston County Public Library's main branch in Gastonia. No pre-registration is required, and light snacks will be served. Monroe has written 27 books, selling nearly 8 million copies worldwide, with books for both adults and children. She is also the co-creator of the podcast, Friends in Fiction. You can learn more at gastonlibrary.org. To wrap up, will you just give us a little bit of a glimpse of, in your mind or in your heart, what do you hope that people come away with if when they come to Ebony Fest? Um, what do you hope that people get out of it? I hope that people leave with the sense of pride in community. And I hope that they leave with the sense that we 
all matter. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important thing that we can say. We have, you know, Black History Month is important. Asian American Heritage Month is important. All those things are important, but you have to honor that by celebrating it. Again, that our differences don't make us bad or wrong. It just makes us different. Mm -hmm. And those differences can be things that um, that bring us together also, you know, celebrating the differences, honoring those differences with, you know, with the world that we're in right now. So, so many times you want to stay away from those hard topics, but I say embrace it. I say embrace it because it, it, it matters. It matters that all of us are acknowledged and seen and heard. And, and the final thought is this is an American holiday. Right. Yeah. Complete with fireworks and everything. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Tasha, for joining us. And we're really looking forward to Juneteenth and Ebony Fest. Um, so we hope to see um, everyone. Everyone. Everyone yes. come out. <laughs> so maybe uh, 230,000. Yes, <laughs> yes. Come on. That's the entire, yes, let's make it happen. Yeah. The entire Gaston County yeah. population. Come on yeah. out. Yes. The optimist in me believes that 230,000 yeah. people listen to Savvy Citizen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> thank you, thank you for all you do for the community. Yeah, also. thank you. Sounds it's like my you've, pleasure. You're putting a lot of energy into making this a better place, and we really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. It is my pleasure, and I'm so glad to be a Gaston County resident. Like I'm from here my entire life, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. It's produced by the Gaston County Communications Office with hosts Janet Schaefer, D'Andrea Bradley, Elizabeth McGee, and Adam Gobb. Joshua Braswell serves as executive producer, and Gavin Stewart serves as field reporter and producer. Please like us and share reviews on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. They're so sweet and so tasty, but which ones are the easiest to grow? Next week on Savvy Citizen, we talk to a couple local experts that tell us which berries you should be planting in your backyard.